What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here in the new year in this 2020. First Nerd Thug of Future Space Year 2020. Here That's it is, right. boys. This is uh, Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That's me. And we're hanging out here on the sister stations, 104.5, 106.1, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Um, yeah. So we're going to jump right into this, because this is neat. I'm excited. I, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Make sure to check the Facebook page, obviously. We've been been doing a lot of cool posting now, so we got some cool stuff up there for you to check out. We're going to be starting to make that a regular thing. We want to make the Facebook page a lot more interactive, have a lot of fun with you guys. Um, okay. Do you remember the Y2K story where people were like... Yeah, the world's going to end and yeah. like all the computers were going to reset or whatever. January 1st, two, year 2000, all the computers were going to break. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah, I, yeah, I'm familiar. All right. So, <laughs> this is so stupid. WWE 2K20 has had yet another series of bugs and issues. Okay. These all tie to your video game system moving over to January 1st, 2020. When your computer or your when your system reacts and changes the year to 2020 uh-huh it crashes wwe 2k20 that's amazing it's y2k it's but only for but only wwe for 2k20 <laughs> 2k games is apparently well aware of the situation and they let their fans know via twitter uh hey superstars we're aware of the issues related to wwe 2k20 crashing and are currently investigating we're working towards a solution. We'll update you all when we have more information. They're going to call their game 2K20 and it can't even handle <laughs> the actual year change to 2K20? It can't even handle the date 2K20. This game has been an absolute train wreck. Oh, yeah. This has been... Okay. All right. So before... All right. So the internet created like this golden age, right? Like this era of information and data and uploads and like... When it came to video games, suddenly this meant like something really interesting. A, a game could be built and complete, and then added on to regularly by the by the team. That seemed cool, right? Over time, though, what's happened is companies have gotten greedier, and now they make you pay for the DLC, and they've gotten lazier, and they now release games that they know they are going to patch and update as they go. Right, effectively releasing a game that's incomplete. incomplete. This is something that 10 years ago never would have happened in video games. Video games right. would have gone through a major testing period. Now, this does mean video games come out, quote-unquote, faster. It still takes five years to make a game. Like, it's still ridiculous how long it takes to make a game. Right. Some games have been in development for the past 10 years. Jesus. And they come out, and then you're like, we waited 10 years for, for this? this? That's, it's a really weird thing to me because it also means... So think about this. If a game takes three years to make, four years to make, that's a console generation. That's what I was about to say. Is we're about to release a play. They're about to release the PlayStation Five at the end of at the end of this year, twenty twenty, is what it looks like. It looks like right, that's yeah. the date that's circled. But PlayStation Four is only what nine years old. So like we're only really now in the era of games where people have harnessed the PlayStation Four. Right. The first the first PlayStation Four game to come out like Knack. Like, look at all the cool particle effects we can. But it's basically just like a funny cartoon game. Right. And then we had Death Stranding, which is basically a film yeah. that you can play. And, and like, so suddenly we've come, like, 
we're just now harnessing the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5 is about to come out. Right. But the other side of that means crap games like this come out. 2K has just pooped the bed. There's not a nice way to say They've just pooped the bed on this one. No. There's no way around it. They have released what is absolutely one of the worst games I've ever seen released. I've never seen a game so glitchy, buggy, almost intentionally. Like, how could you be this bad? Especially right. considering you're just taking the old versions and updating them. Right. Like this is this is a new level of cuz that's the most of the sports game thing that's that a lot of a lot of like hardcore gamers are always complaining about like, like I don't care about sports games it's the same game every year with uh, roster changes basically. Right. And they get them for the the slight tweaks and like the sports games a lot of times will will change a couple features every year or they'll right. add a couple just they'll add like one thing every year. They'll add one thing or they'll take something away that no one was really messing with. Or they'll with. fix something like there was a weird NBA 2K glitch that was in like 15 or something where when you would sign a free agent if you signed him to like a decreasing contract over time year two of the deal it would always screw up the contract number math like instead of it being lower it would all of a sudden like it would combine it and like oh this guy has a 50 million dollar and I'm like no that wasn't <laughs> what we agreed to uh, and then like so this year um, or two years ago NBA 2K18 the glitch was that you uh, you couldn't have more than one EuroLeague player. Like Super when you, random. Right. Like when you went to add a second EuroLeague player, it was like, oh, you can't. Um, and so there's always a little weird. That's fine. A little weird. Like, uh, okay, there's a weird little thing there. It's annoying, but one. You can get over it. But if you Google WWE 2K20 glitches. It's awful. There are some amazing YouTube clips of like guys flying all over the ring, like yeah. he's flying and he's like thirty feet in the air and like a getting suplexed off people, and like people fall through the ring as they're laying there. Like I mean, there's some weird and then the body physics break sometimes. Like a referee, like his arm goes behind his head like he's like possessed. Like there's just weird stuff that a game, happens. A, in this a game. game that clearly lacks polish. Yeah, they obviously didn't play test this game at all. And now, 2020, January 1st, 2020, it crashes. WWE 2K20 doesn't even work in 2020. Well, I don't understand. Also, I never understood 2K because it doesn't save any time on syllables. It's the same amount. 2020 and 2K20 is like well, this. Two, 2K is a, is a brand for, you know, it's a video game company. And it, it just looked cool after the 2000s for them to, because originally, like, you know, it was like Madden 19 that we're talking about. It was you know, oh, that's exciting. But then 2K being its own little sports franchise, they it was cool to be like, it's 2K. Yeah, but. It's going to start getting real redundant when we get to like 2100. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like when it's like, like when it's 2040. Are they still going to be like 2K40? I don't know. I don't know. But at that point, like you'll be like downloading yourself into the, I don't. What are the games? What are video games going to be like in the future? I have no idea. It's going to be full immersive experience. It's all going to be yeah, VR, but you absolutely. can sit down the entire time. It's going to be weird. You're but just like, gonna, just going to plug into the cloud. Can you imagine spending sixty dollars or a hundred dollars? Because there are people yeah, who get like the a, super editions. Yeah, the big, the big exclusive editions. Oh, I'd be so upset. Well, actually, and this is one thing they actually gave, um, they gave refunds to digital downloads of the game, which never happens. Which never, never happens. happens. Like when you start doing that, you've done something incredibly wrong like you're you could get into in legal trouble because yeah. you can't 
you're essentially admitting that. You're right. exactly right. You're essentially admitting like this was this was real, real bad. bad. Sorry, guys. Because No Man's Sky did that like on release, but after yeah. a while they stopped doing it. Yeah, because I think people, I didn't. They did a good job of just telling you what the game was. You explore space, and they and that's and that's all right. they ever and said you were doing. And people bought it and went, but all you do is explore space. Right, and they're like, well, that's the only thing we said we would do. And yeah. like the game got better as time went on, and they did refund people like at the very beginning of the controversies that started with it. But after a while, they were like, let's just stop because what was going to happen is everyone was going to refund it and then buy it back on sale for $10. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's what's interesting is, you know, I bought it when it first came out. Um, eh, like the first – that's a lie. I was going to and I didn't. I, for whatever reason, I did not. And then, like, every everyone was – Everyone like, got mad and sold theirs back. Or Yeah, and so I finally, like, when I bought mine, I bought it, like, 15 bucks at, a, at like, a GameStop situation. But right. the reason I did it – is they had just released an update, and all the things were like, this update like, turns it into a game. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And honestly, No Man's Sky has been... It's gotten better. It's, it's gotten it's better a lot with it's, it's a lot more fun now. It's different. I, I don't know how to drive the spaceships, though, so I'm not very good at the game. It's okay. You don't have to be good at games to have fun. No, I, and, and I'm not. It's it's very apparent I'm not good at games. Um, but yeah, so I, I just... I, I thought we would turn the corner on this... WWE 2K20 nope. glitch story. God, it, it, that's a, such a funny one, too. It's Can you imagine you're sitting there playing this game and all of a sudden like it you, just, it you, just, it's finally fixed. Like they've, they've patched everything. You're finally on the other side of like, man, this game was a f- train wreck. Oh, I guess I can't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like this game was a train wreck. And all of a sudden, like... No, it's working now. And then, and then, as soon as the minute <laughs> strikes midnight and ceases to exist, like all the theories said it. What if this was what they were theorizing about in Y two K? Like they all thought it was all the computers, but really, it was only the wrestling game released. <laughs> yeah, twenty years yeah. later. Did anyone was anyone playing two K ninety nine? Did anyone check it? <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like you're sitting there playing this game like, OK, whatever, you're hanging out on New Year's Eve and you're playing wrestling. Let's say you're having a wrestling game party. Right. That's what you were doing New Year's Eve. Three, two, one. <laughs> and then it just crashes. <laughs> and and then everyone's just looking around like, what just happened? I don't know. I don't know. That's an amazing story. <laughs> like, this has been the worst. This has been this has been probably the worst sports game release ever. Can't believe I dropped that f bomb there. That was really <laughs> impressive. That was so that was that was starting the new year strong. That's right. That was some really good radio there. Hope <laughs> hope we're gonna get that out. <laughs> um, that if was, we don't, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, if we don't, we're gonna get a phone call from the boss man on that one. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, that, I just can you imagine like. I don't know, man. This is, and if you're WWE, this is the kind of you don't want this controversy. But more importantly, if you're 2K, like get your life together. You're just known now for crap games, like right. There's already there was already a section of the of the of the gaming populace that was already like, I'm not gonna buy your sports games because it's the same thing every year. Yeah. Now they have a reason to. They're like, see, it's the same game everywhere, and this one's way worse. <laughs> this one sucks. This one doesn't even <laughs> work. This one's not even a game. It's so bad. Um, so that's not all that's going on in the world of video game news. Uh, Overwatch League 
they've already had three of their top talent from this season, like uh, announcers, like like personalities, just dip, just let their contracts expire. Bye. I'll see you later. Maybe they, maybe they don't find the game fun. Well, I'm not talking about playing. I'm not talking about like players. I'm talking about the yeah, announcers. Yeah, but like yeah, but like even like commentate because it takes it takes effort. It's it's very much yeah. But if you're getting paid to commentate a video game, then maybe they got other offers. That's also an option. Uh, well, like one of the guys, it, his wife got a promotion, and so they're moving back to New York City, and he doesn't want to travel this year. So yeah, totally fair. That's sort of reasonable. Life life reasons. I just I don't know I I you know because a lot of the times they bring on people who've already they already do other things like either streaming or something else that they do yeah well so that's, it I doesn't mean, really surprise me that they're like well why am I wasting yeah their their time is way more valuable to them I can I could see it and and they kind of had to do that for this for the beginning right because they needed credibility so they needed to go get big guys known personalities right so like in sports media this is the this is the part where gaming. Is behind. Oh God! I hit myself <laughs> in the face of my microphone. We're a mess, though. <laughs> so this is the part where gaming is behind. Whereas the NFL has sports journalists, and then it hires polished former players to bring in credibility, and it hires coach. So like uh, Tony Romo is perhaps one of he's the really good. He's one of the best broadcasters in recent memory, and it really it really has changed my opinion on him as a player. List getting to hear him breaking down this stuff, it really shows you how intelligent he was at, at and how much he understood football. Um, they don't have that yet in gaming because we're just now like we don't have they don't have gaming journalists yet that are good enough to be person TV personalities, right? And then there's only some media personalities out there right now for gaming. And so I think it makes it a little bit more competitive, but it also makes it a little bit easier for these gaming personalities to leave because there's so few of them. Right. They can they they have t- they've they've other things that they can do now. Exactly. They have more opportunities than the network does. So what that really boils down to is that the Overwatch League just needs to hire us. Right. That's what we're really saying. Really, what needs to happen is Nerdthug Radio needs to come to the Overwatch League, and we will be your media personalities because we don't have anything better to do. We'll right. Sti- we'll stick around. I don't even play Overwatch half the time. You're worthless. No, uh, you play, you've played more Overwatch than I have. I love playing Overwatch, but I am I'm terrible at it. I'm I'm awful. Well, yeah, you're 35 years old. You're not good at video games. I do, why do, why do you got to bring up my age to say I'm not? Because you're old. I am old, but I mean, I can be young and bad at video games too. I mean, yeah, like me. <laughs> I just beat my nephew at wrestling, and he's seven. So suck it. Yeah, because he's seven. <laughs> so oh, he's too young, and I'm yeah, too old. Is that exactly. what you're saying? Exactly. I'm yeah. right. I'm right in that 21 <laughs> mid age mid range that's supposed to be playing video games. Well, um, yeah, like they talk about like those these guys retire at like 24, 25. Well, yeah, they've made a ton of money. And yeah, like that's they're a good done. Point. That's a good point, man. <laughs> if if I turn around and I had four million in a bank account and I all I've been doing is playing video games for the last seven years, like oh yeah, you, you just finished. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. done. Yeah, oh, that's what happened. I'm good. Because these a lot of these kids are intelligent. They're young. Yeah, their family usually you know can give them good advice on this sort of thing. And right, yeah, yeah. I don't. And I they mean, grew up playing video games, so it's not like they're like super impoverished or anything like yeah, that. Like it's an easy situation for them. Like they're not playing their way out of the hood. They're they probably grew up in the suburbs. That's why they had video games. Right. Like, it's I don't know. It's it's a weird situation to see these guys twenty five years old. Like um, I think from the Houston Outlaws, they they had a guy retire this year. And uh, you, and you know, and, and it's twenty six or twenty seven years old. 
Right, and he can retire. Good for him. Like it's I'm not I'm never gonna get mad at those people. It's like it's like you know what you don't want to pay Overwatch anymore. Go have fun with your money yeah. that you made playing Overwatch. Go. Well, well, like this guy, he's gonna come into the broadcast booth. I think is what he's doing. He's coming over to the. Bro- He'll be one of those first guys who, like, I was a player. Now I'm in the media booth. Yeah, exactly. Now the real question is: Is he charismatic enough to do that? We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But I, but like, he's one of the first to be able. Like, there's just, it's gonna take time. This is just one of those things that just takes time. It has. To, it only happens. It's over only. It's only a recent thing that video games have been been this this legitimized. Large. Not even legitimizes like the sport. Even yeah, no, and I agree with you. But also, just you have to be a certain size before you can have people retire. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's you're just now at that point where these things can even start happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is kind of a shortage of media talent. I I feel, um, and that's why they get a lot of the, so like the girl that they have. I don't remember her name right now off the top. It starts with an S. She's sweet and she's beautiful, uh, but she's uh, she's from another country, so she has a little bit of an accent. And every once in a while, you can hear searching for a word, and that's kind of rare for American television. But there wasn't another. There wasn't like another prominent female that they wanted to hire, I guess. And and again, it goes back to there's not a lot of there's just not a lot of people yet in gaming that are to that level. Right. Um so again, calls are, this is our call, formal yeah. this is our formal application. You know what? I'll reach you. You know, I've got some contacts over at Blizzard now. We've interviewed we've yeah. interviewed people from their collegiate esports division. Ah, I'll just I'll just make some phone calls. Right, yeah. We know Blizzard. You know, actually, uh the woman that we interviewed, uh and I'm blanking on her name right now. She actually left like 3 months after we interviewed her. It's cuz of us. Uh no, I apparently it had been in the works for a while, but I wish someone would have told us. Like <laughs> that would have been nice. We could have sent her like a gift basket yeah, or something. Well, well, thanks for the fun. Um, all right, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations: one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. we got some more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Make sure to go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Check out all the cool Nerd Thug Radio stuff going on. Um, it's where the magic happens, you know. Or so they say. Or so I say. Or so they say. Or so I say they say. We say I say they say. Fair enough. Yeah. That's definitive. People like when you're confident, Nico. No, I know that, but I'm just confused. That I can tell. <laughs> All right, let's jump in here. Uh, go ahead and tell everybody about Cox ATA. 
Cox ATA Martial Arts Leader in ATA Martial Arts. They have three community locations, one in Conroe, one in the Woodlands, and one in Magnolia. I said that backwards again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Really bothers me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, it's the new year, future space year 2020. Get into a new routine. Cox ATA, a way to go. Mention Earth Radio, get two free weeks of training. That's how you start strong, get going on this new year, starting strong. They got Taekwondo, Tai Chi, self-defense, tons of different uh, classes available. If you're three, if you're 93, they're very flexible. They'll work with you. They're like a big family out there. Mention Earth Radio, get two free weeks of training. Uh, we have, uh, they teach life skills, they build leaders, they leave. A legacy. That's right, we, uh, we got a lot going on here this this new year. We got a lot of big plans for Nerd Thug Radio. Big things. Big things. Big things. Big things a-poppin'. Um, I think probably next week we'll have some announcements ready to go for Nerd Thug Sports, so stay tuned for that. Um, we just got a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, so... I had a little story here, but I can't find it now. So we'll go ahead and do the Star Wars stuff here. Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, the ninth one came out. What do you think? I haven't watched it yet. Really? I've, I've heard, yeah, like every every plan I've made to, to go see it has fallen through. Um, the holidays suck sometimes. <laughs> You're a busy guy, I guess. That's not true. You're not a busy person. No, that's not accurate. I feel like 70% of your time is asleep. Mm, it's like 60, but yeah. <sighs> All right, we'll get there eventually. That's me scoffing at your 60% number. <laughs> okay. Um, that being said, I did see it. Did you like it? <sighs> okay. okay, let me let me ask two questions. First, was it better than the other ones? The other two in this trilogy? I don't think any of these are like great movies. I don't think any That's of not the question. Um, did you like it more than the other two? Or was it more like the same? I didn't... Uh, all right, let me... I guess... I guess to answer this, you have to clarify. I didn't dislike the last two. Um, I think there's tons of stupid stuff that happens in these movies. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, so, like, in The Last Jedi, they're running out of fuel. The Last Jedi. Which is fine, except as they're running out of fuel, the ships stop, and the other ships are able to catch up and blow them up. That doesn't make sense because there's no friction in space. So when they run out of fuel, they should just keep floating at the same speed they've been at the whole time. We've already had this discussion. I know. It doesn't matter. I know. I know. It's, it doesn't, they it's don't have any more accelerant, so the other two people can just go a little bit faster and then catch them. That's how that's that would not, work. But, but say that then. Instead of saying, yeah, they're falling behind. No, they're not falling behind because we're all going the same speed. That's the thing that doesn't make sense, Nico. Like, unless the accelerant means they're perpetually always speeding up. Yeah, it's not by a lot. It's just a little bit. D- no, that doesn't. No, just by a little bit. No, because eventually that just, just they look. They don't make any sense. We get it. All yeah, right. it's stupid. It's, it's stupid. stupid. There's all kinds of stupid stuff like that. Leia floating through space. That uh, was real stupid. That was stupid, especially because um, she died. Like actually died. Yeah. By the time the movie came out, she was already actually dead, and so they could have just killed her there, and they would have. Yeah. Instead, what they did. I'm kind of uncomfortable with what they did. Is they made her a character in this movie, even though she was not alive for any of the filming of this. No, yeah, because at least she f- she finished all the filming in, in episode eight. Yeah, before and so she they died. used old footage of her to do this, and they used old recorded lines of hers and old stuff for 
they basically went through everything they had from seven or from the last eight movies or the last, I guess, five that she was in, and they cut up the dialogue and used it, and then you, because of what they had, then they wrote lines to respond. Like, it was a very weird thing, but it also made the conversations with her odd because she almost sounded a little Yoda-esque at times because she would answer... Like, oddly. Specific things with phrasing, like, with, with generalities. So, like, it was just kind of a weird... It was a weird thing to have her in these scenes. Also, she looked a little fake, which is because she is and wasn't really there. Um, weird. Yeah, weird how that works. I think it hurt the movie to have her in it. Um, so, I think it makes their whole decision... Uh, it makes me question their decision-making process. Also, in The Last Jedi, and Mark Hamill becomes one with the Force. Yeah, he dies. He dies because he uses too much Force power. They continue that in this movie with Princess Leia. General Leia. She she uses the, her Force powers, and then she dies as well. Then at the end of the movie, Kylo Ren uses his Force powers, and he dies as well. In two movies, they killed three people by using the Force when no one had ever done that before, ever. Obi-Wan did it. N- not the same way, though. Obi-Wan literally chose to, like, merge with the Force rather than fight Vader. He was like, strike me down and I will become a hundred times more powerful. Which didn't mean anything because he he didn't do anything the rest of the movies. He was just a little weird advice-giving ghost. Yeah. But these guys actively do stuff in these movies. No, that's fair. Mark Hamill's force ghost is in Rise of the Skywalker, and he does stuff. He lifts stuff with his mind. He catches things. What? You can't do that. <laughs> Goes against what the force ghosts have been able to do the entire time. Correct. And if that's the, like, if you still can do stuff when you become a force ghost. Why aren't I a force ghost as yeah, soon as I wh- can do that? I would immediately become a force ghost and just go around force ghosting stuff. Hey, I, I hey, I went to the rebel base and I killed ninety people with my force ghost powers because they can't do anything to me because I'm dead. Right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So, it's a fun movie. It's you have a good time, but and, even and as a, things a good, are happening, a good description I heard it is is this isn't this is more of a Star Wars story like played out with action figures than actual characters. Kind of like. Even as things were happening, I kind of a couple times went, wait, what? Why are we doing this? Like, there was some stuff that just didn't. I started to realize that, like. So uh, my roommates have been rewatching all the Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And I started to recognize that all of them have been very rushed. Like when the movie starts, even though it's a three hour movie. They're perpetually in the middle of stuff all the time. So instead of kind of having like this one story, it's always like, oh, we got to do this and we got to go do this. And if we get this, then we can go do that. And then the movie is just about doing their shopping list, like doing those things. The recent trilogy or all of them? All of them. Even in the beginning, it's like that. Like uh, when the first one starts, they're, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan are negotiating with this with the separatists. Mm-hmm. It turns into a lightsaber fight and then they got to go see about a kid on Tatooine and like it just keeps it just keeps their stuff that they're doing the entire time it just it, 
each of the movie, the plot of each movie is like a shopping list that they then just notch off the items. And it just keeps happening that way. I I don't know. I guess it's fun, but I I think I'm over it. I think I'm over Star Wars. You've been over Star Wars for a long time, though. I have. The Mandalorian, I think, was is, is way better. It is. It just is. But it also, like, The Mandalorian now also creates confusion to me because in The Mandalorian, uh... For those who have been watching it, and you need to check it out, but there's a there's a there's an assassin droid in the very beginning that the Mandalorian kills. The IG droid. And this this scrapper finds him and reprograms him, and it shows the scrapper teaching the droid how to be a droid. So it shows like the education of a droid that from scratch. And if that's what it takes to raise droids, they're essentially people. They're sentient some most of the time. But if that's what it ta- but if that's what it takes, they're not convenient now. Maybe that's just because he was reprogramming it, though, because he was starting it over from being an assassin droid. I don't know. I don't know if that's like the process, though, and what it takes to teach a droid to be a droid. Like, they're not convenient at all. No, because like the whole point of a droid is like, oh, I uploaded the droid program, and now he knows what to do. Should basically teach a droid like a kid. Yeah, and that's what he did. Like, he had to show him how to walk and hold teacups and all that sort of stuff. Right. I mean, he was real good at holding those teacups afterwards, though. Yeah, he nailed it after he learned it, but he had to learn it. And if that's what it takes to be a droid, then that all of a sudden is like a train wreck in and of itself. Right, it's complicated. That makes droids worthless to me. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just... I just want mine to be funny, like the really long-armed guy from Rogue One. It was, <laughs> like, really sarcastic. He was really sarcastic. Like... That's the kind of droid I would want. The odds of this are, don't tell me the odds, they're low. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> He's great. Um, that's, I, still, that's still my favorite movie. Yeah, Rogue One is still the best one. It still is. It's like a great war movie, though. It is a great war movie, because guess what? Star Wars is a, a, the, the war part. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing that they kind of sometimes feel like they're underemphasized, I feel like. Right, that there's a war happening, and people are dying and fighting each other. Right. Like, I always feel like they're like, hey, we blew up this planet. And you're like, I don't know anyone on that planet, nor did I care about it. Yeah, when they blew up Alderaan, like, it should be a bigger deal. Right. But it never is. Right. <laughs> or, like, in in the other one, in the, the new trilogy, when they, like, super Death Star and they, like, blow up, like, five planets at once or whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever it was. Like, I don't know any of those planets, but now they're gone and irrelevant, so it doesn't really matter now, does it? Also, I didn't know this till recently. The planet that they built, like the huge Death Star, like the Mega Death Star, yeah, uh, is is apparently it's the same the place that where the Jedi used to get their lightsaber crystals. Yeah, the one in Rogue One. No, like the Super Death Star, the Kyber crystals the, that make the thing. Yeah, that whole planet is where it's, they're from. <laughs> oh, the Star Killer base is the the lightsaber basically effective homeworld. <laughs> That's something that's never communicated in that movie, ever. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good to comment on. Right, like, wow, they really built it on this ancient, integral point of Star Wars history. Okay, but, okay, get this. So, this comes up in The Mandalorian, and this makes me question everything. Uh, in the last episode of The Mandalorian, and without going into spoilers about how the season ends, um, The Mandalorian, the whole premise of the show is that he's had this baby Yoda. Who occasionally uses the Force, okay? Because he's cool. So, you find out in the eighth episode, the Mandalorian's asking another Mandalorian about specifically Baby Yoda. 
You find out he has no idea what the Force is. Yeah, because everyone thinks it's weird space magic. But that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense that people don't believe in Jedi. It doesn't make any sense. Especially, it doesn't make any sense for the Mandalorians not to believe in Jedi, considering they had a war with them. Uh, not only do they have a war with one, one of them was a Jedi. <laughs> but, but beyond beyond that, like beyond, I mean, listen, I don't know every member of my species, so like, yeah, I, but like he was integral. Like, there's stories about him because he was so cool. <laughs> but I definitely know all the people America have been to war with. Also fair, but also the Mandalorians have existed for thousands of years. Who cares? The Jedi War was a long time ago. No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. The actual fight against Mandalore against the Jedi was ages ago. But the Jedi have still interacted with the Mandalorians since then, and the Mandalorians have always hated the Jedi since then. That's true. So, like, if they've always hated them, then how does this guy not know who the Jedi are? He's like, yeah, the kid can move stuff with his mind sometimes. And the other one is like, oh, yes, that means... Uh, they, call him, they call him a foundling. The, yeah, they call him a foundling, but, but then the other one is explaining how... There was once a war, a great war with a with a with them. series of space sorcerers named the Jedi. The Jedi. And he's like, so this child is an enemy? And he's like, the other one's like, no, but it's the child of the enemy. Right. Which isn't even accurate because you don't have to be a f- like right. any force user. Whatever. They think it's all like hereditary, but it's really not. Although it might be Metachlorians, I don't know. But it's Star Wars is uh, stupid. I hate it. But it's dumb to think that they didn't know who the Jedi are. Also, it's dumb to think Han Solo does the same thing in in Episode Four, where while Luke Skywalker is training blindfolded against a laser droid. Oh yeah, in the ship. Han, yeah, talking to a Jedi Knight, Han Solo is like, "What is it? A bunch of space mumbo jumbo," and like Obi Wan's like, "What, bro? Like forces? You know what I'm saying? Like right." The for he, he could he could demonstrate the force right then he could float well, like something the, in his hand the amount the amount of Jedi that exists like like maybe there's just a really bad information crisis in the Star Wars universe that no one like communicated but like there's so many like did you watch the prequels like there's like fifty Jedi they get gunned down by some stupid robots and you're gonna tell me that like someone didn't believe they existed and there's, there's like a whole order of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, if there was an army of people... There was a galactic council in which the Jedi played a major role in. <laughs> and people act like they don't know that the Jedi exists now. I don't know. That's that's my flaw with the Star... Another flaw with the Star Wars universe is the idea that these things... They don't compute. It doesn't make sense. Um, speaking of not making sense, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested. 
in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conrad, to more Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 boy. Um, yeah. Before we get into anything here, let me tell you guys about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Right there on 1488 in Conroe. Uh, it's a great place to go and get your nerd on. they got a lot going on this week, Friday. Um, they're going to have a demo from 1 to 4 p.m. of Learning to Play Marvel Champions LCG, the living card game. Uh, it's a new little game with like little figurines and cards. There's a lot going on in there. It looks kind of cool. Um, one thing I don't like about it is you have to paint the little figurines. They don't come pre-painted. I don't like that. That's... I guess you got spoiled with Hero Clicks. I did. I really did. Uh, and then this Sunday is D and D Adventures League. It's four to eight p.m. Five dollars to play. A purchase of five dollars at the store lets you play for free. Uh, the Adventure Begins comic games and more. It's got all the nerd stuff going on. It's where the they got demo games. They got all kinds of stuff. It's where I get my comic books. It's where we play Hero Clicks. It's where I play Dungeons and Dragons. It's a fun place to go. I highly recommend everybody go. It's clean, family friendly. It's well lit. Staff is knowledgeable and friendly. It's just a good place to be. Uh, the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more right there on fourteen eighty eight. Um, yeah. So DC continues to be the most confusing media plan ever. Yep. So they're wrapping up their uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth story television stuff, mm-hmm. and they just announced that they're going to be developing a new Superman show. Okay. And it's going to be spinning out of the Supergirl show. And it's going to use their Clark Kent and Lois Lane from the Supergirl show. All right. Um, That's a 100% reasonable direction to take that. I mean, it's someone you've already met, I guess, at least. Like, that's kind of Yeah, it just, it just makes the continuity easier, too, because it means that they can be like, oh, these shows are connected. Correct. Well, and, and I think coming out of Crisis on Infinite Earth, all these shows are going to be in one place. Instead of different universes, each show was its own universe and they had to like hop over or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think... It's going to put them all in one location? Yeah, I think that makes so. Sense. Um, and so... Um, it just kind of continues this confusing thing. Like, So now they'll have a Batwoman, Superman, Supergirl... Some sort of spinoff from the era, The Flash, Black Lightning. Also, they still have the the streaming service on the app, mm-hmm. the, and that has a live action Star Girl that's going to be debuting new episodes on the app, and then the next day, airing those episodes on the CW. So is she going to be part of the universe cast? I don't know. Are the CW shows on the streaming service? No. Oh. Because they've got the Netflix deal. Oh, the deal. Netflix deal. Right. Again, poor planning on DC. Correct. And the other part of it that's weird is the app also has other live action shows. Teen Titans. Yep. And, and Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. And Swamp Thing. And none of those have gone to the CW. Also... The CW has the CW Seed, DC Seed, something like that, 
where they've done animated stuff that ties into their CW television universe. Oh, wow. And they have a Deathstroke show that's coming out on the DC Seed. But not on the streaming app? I don't think so. Oh, man. <laughs> also, there's like a a Vixen series that's on the Seed that's not on the streaming app. There's, I think, um, I think there's even, uh, it's either like a television movie or like an animated short of some kind that's on the DC Seed that isn't on the streaming app. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's cool that they've got all this content, but it's not all in one place, and they're making you pay for the other stuff. Right. Yeah, it's because like this is kind of the my issue with Disney Plus and like why I think they've handled it so much better is Disney has so much more stuff to offer that yeah they have they have other things other places and they don't have the exclusive streaming rights so like. It's a little bit annoying going through their thing and be like, oh, you want to watch the new Mary Poppins? Then you click it, and it's like, cool. This won't be available until January of 2021. Yeah. Because that's when the contract ends with Netflix, and they can bring it over. Like, I was like, we were going to watch Amen and the Wasp, and then we're like, oh, I guess we're just going to have to switch over to Netflix because they have it, but they don't. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, at least with, I don't know, at least you know where it is if it's not on the Disney Plus. It's on right. Netflix. Like, yeah, because of the deal we had before. But then you get to, like, DC where they have stuff. They still have stuff on Netflix. They have their own streaming service. They have stuff on the CW. CW has their own service that they have stuff on. Right. So it's like those are four locations it could be, and that's not even everything. Right. Because even, like, on Cartoon Network, if you wanted to watch something like Teen Titans Go, I don't even think that's on the streaming service. It's a currently airing show. I don't remember now. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. Even if you even still, check. you can only get past seasons because I don't think you get the current episode that's happening. Like you know, like tomorrow or whatever. No, yeah, I think it's the old stuff if they have anything. So yeah, like it doesn't. The structure of it all doesn't make sense, and so I'm not totally clear on what the like, like what the goal is and how they've built it. Like what the model is supposed to look like because. And uh, do they are they even on PlayStation now or no? Okay, so this is the other thing, is I went. Uh, I have the Joy Savage's login mm-hmm. for DC app, so I went to the other day. I was like, you know what? Let me watch some episodes of. I haven't seen the second half of the Young Justice yet. Right. So I was like, let me start watching that. And I went to log into the PlayStation, and you you can't make the videos play. When you go to play the videos, like if you type in the website DC Universe, because you have to do that. Yeah. When you type in DC Universe, it goes to the website and you can log in. But then when you go to play one of the videos, it won't do it. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't have the proper, like, log, the whatever it is. Yeah, whatever the heck it is. But, yeah, there's no app for, yeah, for your PlayStation for now the Now, there's DC one use. for Xbox, and there's one you can do the Fire Stick because it's on Roku and all that other stuff, but not for like, PlayStation yet. They, they've chosen such a weird hill to die on. Like, Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a... Like, why one game console, not the other... Why? Because, like, Disney Plus, they rolled out fast. They're like, it's on everything you can get it on. Well, well, but Disney Plus planned it out. That's on purpose. Disney Plus knew that they needed to be everywhere to be successful, and they made sure that they were. So think about this. Amazon is clearly a competitor in all the streaming stuff. Oh, yeah. Amazon, Amazon Video has consistently surprised me. But more importantly, they make original content, but they also air old stuff. So they're clearly in the streaming game. Right. But on the Amazon Fire Stick, you can watch any of them. You can watch Netflix. You can watch Hulu. You can watch any yeah. Of them. You don't have. To, you're not restricted to any one of them. Right. And so that is interesting to me. It's weird how that 
It's weird how Amazon has kind of just like made their peace with that. Just like yeah, Amazon. Well, because Amazon's so open, because like Prime membership is getting it's like what like twelve dollars a month or somewhere on there. I think yeah, I think if you're monthly, I think it might be fourteen, but it's well, yeah, like, it's only like one hundred and ten dollars anyway. Right. Yeah. And so like when you're when you're looking at that. You know, but that also includes a bunch of stuff because Amazon so is, much stuff. It's so it's it's in all the different things. It has it has connections to like Twitch stuff, to yeah, you get the a shipping free, service from Amazon themselves. You get free Prime shipping. You also get one free Twitch follow or subscribe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, because when you when you go to I guess on Twitch when you're when you are when you go to like accounts or when you subscribe to accounts, you have to pay. Yeah, you can follow them and just know when they're uploading and stuff. But if you if you're subscribed to them, like you get all their you get all the stuff that they offer. Right, but you get one free one of those when you're when you when you're with Amazon. Right, um, and then and then there's literally like fifty other perks to being an Amazon guy, and it's just, right. it's just crazy. But it's weird to me that Amazon has made no bones about being like, oh no, if you want to watch Disney Plus on our Amazon Fire Stick, that's fine with us. Right. Um, and it, and of course the Fire Stick comes with Amazon Video, so you, what's going to happen is you're going to scroll through Netflix, be I don't want to watch any of these, and then go to Amazon and be like, oh, I didn't know they had this. Exactly. That's their goal, and that's what they're hoping for. That's exactly what they want. That's they exactly what happened through. to us, and then we got hooked, and we watched a bunch of Amazon shows in a row. We got hooked. We did. <laughs> I, we sat oh, around the couch and like watched the entirety of Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> Oh, is it good? It's amazing. Okay, so talking about all the streaming stuff, some people reports are coming in that Disney Plus has taken a hit on some to some on some subscribers who have finished The Mandalorian. That makes sense. Like, does it? Who are these people who 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 subscribe to something for the eight weeks to watch The Mandalorian and then and then what? Cancel? Are they gonna they're gonna just come back when the new Mandalorian comes out? Is that what they're gonna do? Um. Uh, the, for them, probably what's 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 happening is that there's not a lot that they are interested in, and they wanted to see what the hubbub was about, and then they're like, "All right, I have nothing else really I want to watch on here." Because I can see a lot of people who are like, you know, maybe a big Star Wars fan, or maybe they're into something else, and they were like, "I want to watch the Mandalorian," and they want to do it legally, so they subscribe and they do all that. Um, and then like once it's done, they're like, "Well, I don't really care about Disney movies or all this other stuff, or I don't have kids, so there's no reason for them to stick around." Maybe I mean you might be on something there. I don't. I don't know. I think it's. Or maybe they to went. To me, th- it's the same people who were subscribing to HBO just because of Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah, and then Game of Thrones is a huge deal for how many years? But the idea that like when Game of Thrones is over, that that forty percent of people were going to drop their HBO. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that HBO has a lot of stuff available to it that's very specific to like. Like unless you're like a really big Marvel fan or like a really big Disney person, there's um, like if you're if you were like if you hated superhero movies and you don't like Disney movies, like what's there on Disney Plus for you? Well, yeah, but you wouldn't have. You wanted to watch The Mandalorian, so you watched it and then you dipped. I don't know. I just I think it's kind of odd. It's weird, and I'm not gonna. Well, like that's the kind of person that I I imagine like. Very easily being like, oh, let me hop in, watch The Mandalorian, and then they're like, all right, well, that's done. We're not getting another one for a while. I'm not going to keep paying for this because there's nothing I want to watch on here. <laughs> I think that's the the. I don't know the, when the next show is for Disney Plus. I guess we can. I guess I can look that up. Because they have other original shows, but none of them really. But like a lot of their stuff that they've announced is all coming later. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that they're having like down the pipeline, but there's there's nothing right now that's original. Two Disney Pluses and The Mandalorian. It's really worth watching. The animator stuff's interesting. Like some of like the history behind Disney. 
Yeah, I've liked a lot of the documentaries and all that. I think those have been really interesting. I think that's always interesting. Um, we watched we watched one of them together. It was just pretty good. New movies and shows arriving in January 2020. Let's find out. Um. Yeah, these don't really seem all that great. Yeah, uh, see, uh, that's what that's what I'm thinking is that they oh, looked it. Cool Runnings is gonna be there January first. That's a cool one. Yeah, but is it, is it new? No. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think that's I think that's what's gonna keep Disney Plus from being like super super competitive in the streaming market. So it's gonna take them a long time to. There's nothing because like there's not a ton of Disney. Like, until they start getting, like, all the Marvel shows that they announced and, like, actually start getting, like, into, like, their their big stuff. Like, right now, Disney Plus is just The Mandalorian and then reruns. I don't disagree with that. I just, I, I don't know that I'm, I'm, I don't, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Because Netflix, Netflix worked <coughs> the same way for a long time. And once they start producing their own original Netflix content, that's when they really kicked it off. Especially with something like Stranger Things, which was... Is a cultural phenomenon, and so is the Mandalorian to an extent. So, okay, Aladdin comes January eighth. They don't even have Aladdin. That's like my favorite one. Well, the live action. Oh, never mind. That movie's garbage. <laughs> and then Marvel's Runaways season three comes out January tenth. Isn't that the show from Hulu? Oh, they own Hulu. Yeah, right, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, they they don't have a ton of. That's the, so that to me is really the bigger problem with the streaming services. Is it's slow. Until they can generate enough content, like you know, Netflix does a good job of every couple of every, every couple weeks. There's every other week or every week, there's something releasing. Right. And that's what you need to do to kind of because it sparks people's interest. Yeah, you can't. You got to build momentum on on something like this. You can't just have the Mandalorian and then go, okay, come back in two months when we debut that Marvel show. Right. Because people will leave. And that's exactly what, that's what I think. It's exactly what's happening. So people are leaving because they're like, well, I've already watched every Disney movie 30 times. Well, I guess I can take a break for a couple. And, and I don't know. I mean, the price is so good that they should stay. Like, Right. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's especially, affordable. Especially if you paid like the year price. If you paid $70 for one year of Disney Plus. Like, what are you even mad about right now? Right. Just kick back. Yeah, watch some, watch some documentaries. Watch some other stuff. So like. It's enjoyable. It's still good. I still think it's a good service, but I just think I think it, I think it's going to be its issue for right now. Uh, well, and it, it, it kind of I think back I th- to that that first conversation with DC Universe, right? Right. Where in the beginning, it was like, "What's like, on there? What are they even going to have?" But even but even like what a year and a half later, we're still like, "What are they going to have?" <laughs> well, but they've at least they've announced they've announced stuff, but nothing really like that's like, "Ooh." The Harley Quinn cartoon's been interesting. I haven't watched it yet. The first episode is available like everywhere. Like you can even watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny. It's Kaylee Kiyoko voicing Harley Quinn. She's a girl from 10 Things I Hate About You. She's Penny. Yeah. So it works. Um, and it's a funny cartoon. It looks like it's going to be interesting. And they've at least done a job of like every Friday DC Universe is releasing something new. I think that's I think it's smart. I think I And think, I think that's the way to I think having a serialized basically cuz it it's like that was the fun part about st- it's like kind of like the the quote ow the quote unquote television experience. I've been punching my microphone for like the past two hours. It's super <laughs> annoying. Like the television experience where like it comes out weekly and everyone's like, oh, did you watch the new episode? Like it's easier to catch so up. So people said that Netflix was going to go that way. 
And then they even said that The Witcher was going to be that, but instead and then it, it wasn't. Yeah, it came out all at once, which I'm thrilled about. I think I think I think binging is still the way to do stuff like that. I, I think so too because it, it allows people who are super excited about it to just get through it and then start just getting into the meat of it. Yeah, because when it releases like episodically, it takes forever. So long. This so is the longest long. eight weeks of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of it's just sort of interesting to me the idea that like we're um, coming back to TV. Like, we're going to have all these new... Like, what's going to happen is these streaming services are just going to be network television again. Sort of, especially if they're doing weekly releases. Right. Like, that's super network television That's nothing like... the Like, that's not embracing the concept of, har- of, like... You can eat anything. Yeah, you can have whatever you want. Oh, except only once a week. Yeah. Like, no, I can and maybe, I maybe, whenever I want. Maybe it's healthier, or I'm just going to wait eight weeks and then eat it just all in eat once. It all once. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, someone will. I'm sure someone does, but I do that with anime. Like when when shows air and I don't want to like wait through the slog of getting through every week, I'll wait till it's finished and then just all of it at once. I mean, but that's <sighs> when you know it's gonna like you know that oh they picked it up for the whole year because like most animes finish like they don't ever. Yeah, it's like a show that has its own story, and like <clears throat> if something gets a season two, you, it's generally pretty obvious what's getting a season two. Like, right? Hey, biggest show of the season got a season two. Wow, who's surprised? Not me. You weren't surprised by that? No, no, no. Except Attack on Titan, that didn't get a season two till like four years later, but and everyone did. was like, "What?" <laughs> but it, like, it caught on so late. Like, yeah. I heard about it years after it came out. Yeah, when season two was happening, <laughs> probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So because everyone because it ended and everyone was like, "All right, great, when's season two? And they're like, "Sometime." Good question. We have to make it later. And then th- that studio made another show before they came back. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "What happened to Attack on Titan season two? And they're like, "Don't worry." And then season two was great, and season three was even better, and season four is going to be baller. So do you think they were just like they were just waiting on it? It was on the it was on the, it was a slow simmer until it just like <laughs> exploded. Do you think they were just like? You think they'll notice if we don't make another one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's real funny. Uh, all right. With all that being said, we're going to jump out here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and hanging out with us today on Nerd Thug Radio. On uh, behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself and Cox ATA and the Adventure Begins, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oil wide receiver on Nerd... Thug Radio.